I hear an amen? Can I hear an amen? Louder! And now, from the Cave of Wonders, live in the presence of gods, welcome to the Rain Man Show. Motherfucking peanut butter and jealous! <laughs> Let's go get up! Let's go get up! Light them up! Fuckers hate us because they hate us! No, 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 no. Welcome, everyone, to the Rain Man Show. I am Michael, your very manly host. And in the studio with me is my subhuman co-host, <laughs> Thomas. That's I'm subhuman. That's what we're going for. It'll be proto-human. Does that sound better? No, a little not more, really. A little more uppity. Perhaps more uppity, not better. Yeah. Well, listen, when you want to marginalize a certain group, you got to make it sound snazzy so that they go along with it. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. So that's what I'm missing. Yeah. That's uh, Adolf Hitler 101. Oh, my God. It's going to just going to knock that one right out. Right well away. done. Yeah. That's horrifying. That's yeah. a good start, though. Well, Thomas, this is going to be a manly show. And Adolf Hitler, say what you want about him. He was manly. <laughs> so this is going to be a manly show. No penis tucking this week. None None. whatsoever. In fact, I think it's time we start living up to the man part of the Rain Man show. Because let's be honest, it's a farce. (laughs) (laughs) You're not wrong. I mean, or maybe just lose it all together. It's not gender specific, so it's not trendy. The Rain Human Show. That would work. Rain Person. That could work. I mean, come on, gender specific, we can have none of that. Perhaps we should rename the show to Rain Androgynous Show. What do you think about that one? It's, it'll be harder to hashtag. It doesn't really roll off the tongue. It doesn't, yeah. no. So It's not catchy? Rain non-binary human clone show. I, I like that one. How about non-cis? Um, you know what, Thomas? Hmm. You know how you can identify as things today? Yeah. And listen, I take it very seriously. So I'm not, you know, being a shit talker here. Mm-hmm. I would like to identify as a non-cis. Can I do that? Yeah. Can I identify as a trans man? I don't think so. Would it be like trans trans because it's double trans? I don't think it works that way. It's not a double negative. Is there actual rules? Because I would like to read the booklet. Some of our fans could actually help us out on that. Because if there's rules, if there's a rule book. I don't think there's an official rule book. Although how much more helpful uh, no, would that Thomas, be? No, Thomas, I think Mattel put out a rule book last <laughs> week. I think. <laughs> Upgraded or updated notes, patch notes yeah. for life. Wouldn't that be nice? If life had patch notes, hey, everybody, I know things are confusing right now. Here's your latest pamphlet oh. and, and rule book as to what to do and how to behave. That would be stellar. That would help a lot of people. That would help a lot of people. I think there'd be Twitter a lot. Twitter might die overnight. Twitter would die because there'd be no reason <laughs> to troll Twitter if we all had a 
rule book because yeah. then no one would fuck up. It would just be like felony or, or you know, flag on the play. I'm like, should, should clearly I? clearly defined rules as to what you did wrong and penalties for that. Uh, yeah, I watched that last episode of uh, Game of Thrones, and uh, I'm wondering, should I comment on the Khaleesi's boobs on Twitter? Let's check the rule book. Let's, Let's see. see here. And it has to be a book that it has to have. It has to be AI because it has to be able to adapt to the ongoing bizarre new rules. Mm. You know, with patch notes and everything. It has to. It has to have that. Otherwise, it just wouldn't be. Of any value. So do we all get a Kindle that's tied to the cloud and can update? I think that's what needs to happen. Because I was watching The Witcher, if you remember, and The Witcher had a handicapped girl with big boobs. And mm-hmm. I I wanted to get on Twitter and say she has some big old titties. That would have been a no-no. I don't think it would have went over well. It if would I not said have. the hunchback of Notre Dame had a great <laughs> set of tits. <laughs> I mean, later she's no longer a hunchback, spoiler alert, and she still does have great tits. So yeah, I, dude. would that be okay in hindsight then? The, or would you get in trouble because now that she's normal, it's okay, and you would have been actually fine had you said it before when she was yeah hunchback the, it's vague it's it's hard to decipher in this day and age of what can offend people thomas you're asking all the right questions which is a penalty which is the reason <laughs> why we need the ai book rule book mm-hmm. by milton and bradley <laughs> Milton Bradley, <laughs> because we would be able to achieve success that's that's a noble cause i think the first person to invite to invite to invent a AI rule book for will life. be the champion mm-hmm. because I would be assessing that rule book almost every, every chance I get. Cause there are moments where I go to Twitter and I start to tweet when I see a hot chick on TV. I'm like, well, this fucking redhead chick is fucking amazing. And it'll yeah, be like a commercial right before you hit send though. The AI pops up. And tells me, remember that Windows little character used to help you out? Clippy. Clip, yeah. That motherfucker, that, yeah. That's what we need in life. Your own Jiminy Cricket. See, it's funny that we're looking for an AI to solve what was once known as our conscience. Yeah, well, we don't have that. Okay, Thomas, <laughs> like, thank you for rubbing it in. We're literally talking about a book of some sort that would give us the rules in which to live life by. And then in the back of my head as a Supernatural fan, I'm like, you mean like the Bible was? <laughs> Back in the day for a whole millennia? The Pope is all like, funny you mentioned this. Oh, wait, that's Pat Robertson. Like, Pat Robertson. That's a different book. That's the devil's book that he's reading. Thomas, it's oh, funny. God. Um, let me get the... Uh, oh, the ASMR shit. It's so me, gross. Let me get the character. It's so fucking gross. Thomas, he said that. What was the question? Because I'm an old fuck and I forgot already. Um, I was saying if there was a book about how to live life, didn't yeah, we used to call that the Bible? It's funny you ask such a question, Thomas, because the other day I was reading such a book. And right after I got done reading the passage in the Bible that said, uh, and they ran their spears through homosexuals. Oh, okay. I was like, you know, um, this would be a great book to read to help solve all problems. I don't think that was actually in no, it was. It's Galatians. You got to read. Oh, no, no. What's the judgmental error of the Bible? Uh, it was Deuteronomy, if I remember correctly. <laughs> Sodom and Gomorrah was burned to the ground because the gays were fucking each other. Is that an oxymoron? 
Oh, man. Good, good start here for us. Yeah. When Pat Robertson shows up, you know we've done something horribly wrong. We need a book, and it's not the Bible. No, I just thought that was an interesting comparison. Not saying comparison. Clippy needed to help you solve that. He did. He's fucked. You're right. Yeah. Fuck. If you were thinking the Bible was going to help solve these problems, no, I didn't and say we that. Had but AI I tweeted, Clippy, he would have popped up and be like, "Thomas, that's fucking right. stupid." I didn't say that, but he would have helped me. If we lived in the by the Bible, you would be dead. Fuck. Fire and brimstone right. would have dropped on your head because you're a bisexual. Well, yeah, that's I was say. Yeah. You're right. We need that. We do. Because I just don't know which way is up and which way is down anymore. Yeah. The world's chaos. It every day you think you're not going to hear something stranger than you just heard yesterday. And yet constantly we're surprised. So it's true. And please give me a guide while you're at it. Give me a guide on how to look presentable as a man. Start with a shower. Well, that's that's a no brainer. You'd think that you would think that not always true. That is true, especially since the uh, what that conversation we had before the show. You know, man smell. Yes. Like there's certain hosts on this network that just have man smell or pungent man funk. Mm-hmm. Do you think some women out there find that attractive? I know for a fact some people find that attractive. Oh. I've never understood the scent, the was it olfactor? Yeah, aspect of that guy or girl. It's I've never been a subscriber to that. Oh, you smell like mildew. Oh, I'm wet. Like, I don't understand that. Like I'm not like if you smell like, like good mildew. Smells. Like, if you smell like mildew, I'm leaving. Right. Like, I don't want fucking fungus in my tongue. I don't, oh. want, I don't want to be the bread maker. Okay. I don't want to make bread. The, the smell, if they smell good, I totally get that. That was a legitimate ew too. I know. That was amazing. Yes. It was like, oh, <laughs> but that whole like, oh, they smell like they just came from the gym. I'm like, what is wrong with you? That's yeah. not good. Yeah. That is strange. But people are into it. And that's why we all need to stop judging who everybody. Who are on these ladies? Who are these ladies that like that? Because if they like Less. men who are smelly, I might have a better chance. Because that means I put a little bit of effort in. The guys are into don't put any. I think I have a leg up. Then you theoretically you would. Yeah, but I, I would say I, I'm not speaking for everybody, but I, it seems to be far more common amongst men than women. So yeah, you know, strange, odd times. But right there. If we would stop judging people so much as we do on Twitter and the internet, we'd see that we're all really depraved individuals behind closed doors as it is. We have more alike than we'd like to agree and like to admit. We're all fucking deviants. I would agree with that. I I feel like everyone is. Yeah. Yeah. At some level, there are things that I may scoff at, but whoa, whoa, what are you talking about? I would say everybody has something where you're like, oh man, that's gross. Who would do that? And then someone else will say, yeah, you know what also is gross? This thing. And you're like, and in your head, you're like, fuck, I like that. That's like, oh, man, that's totally disgusting. Wait a second. Fuck. Am I a monster? I've done. Oh, my God. Delete, delete history. (laughs) Do I need to admit my sins to God? What? (laughs) But everyone's like that. Oh, if you live by the Bible, you wouldn't have to worry about any of that. You wouldn't have to worry about that question because the answers would be already known to you. Now is he still alive? I don't know, Thomas. Fuck that guy. (laughs) (laughs) 
you are right though this decade i'd feel is probably the most superficial of all decades that i can remember like we really do judge people a lot more so and people who are in their 20s maybe even their 30s may say no we've been more superficial because we've made so much progress as people and we don't you know condone sexism and this and that but the fact is i've been alive for a long time now and in my 40 years of being on this planet, I have noticed that this decade, and I was a part of the gym business, mind you, Mm -hmm. which is very superficial, in the mid and early 2000s. Mm -hmm. This decade is more superficial than any decade that I can remember. There's more stress than ever for men and women to look their best, especially because of social media. And maybe not especially, maybe because of social media, everyone's out there. They're putting themselves out there, attempt at stardom, attempt at getting likes and, you know, recognition. A lot of people are putting themselves out there and they're competing with many others. There are people looking at photos of good looking dudes getting likes. You don't think that then makes a guy who's not necessarily great looking think, okay, wait a second. I could do that. We are building up a lot of self-esteem issues within our society. And it's because, no, we haven't progressed. We haven't evolved. We have actually become more superficial because of social media. And if you don't believe me, go on Instagram and type up ho-hum chick. That's not a real thing, but just go with it. Ho-hum chick. And then search your favorite OnlyFans chick. And see how many likes they have. And you will know. And same thing with men. Because women do the exact same thing. With their favorite dude. We are very superficial. Oh yeah. Nobody wants to admit that. Yeah. In fact I was reading this article. It was about Zoom. Okay. And how that's changed like the workplace in general. Zoom has changed everything over the last year or so because of course coronavirus mm-hmm. but it's also pushed men further into the cosmetics aspect of the industry okay more men are apparently getting involved with cosmetics and when i say cosmetics i don't just mean you know moisturizers which i think well i think most dudes that want to preserve their youth a bit will probably use if you a moisturizer don't want to look like tanned leather uh, yeah if you don't want to look like the mummy from right. the mummy i wondered what movie he was going to be referencing there but thankfully you cleared that one up for us yeah if you don't want to look like the character that starred with thomas <laughs> in my hit 1999 film the mummy then yes, you would um, definitely want to use moisturizer at Mm -hmm. least. But more and more men are being marketed to. I mean, I know because I buy moisturizer and I take an active interest in my my skin. Mm -hmm. I get a lot of products pushed to me via social media, of course, because of the the cookies and all those algorithms that track you. But I've never realized how many men are being pushed Products that in years past would be deemed as, you know, feminine or, mm-hmm. you know, it would be demasculating. Is that the word? Emasculating. Emasculating. Emasculating for men to try on certain things. But according to this article that I had stumbled upon, 
more men are boosting the sales for cosmetics. And that's now creating a boom for cosmetics to produce more products for men. men. I totally see that. Well, you work, Thomas, Mm -hmm. from home and you're using that Zoom camera all the time. Yeah. Because you're looking at yourself. Because that little icon, are you noticing things? You're like, oh, shit, I look like a fucking subhuman. Well, first of all, I've always known I look like some sort of troglodyte to some degree. Um, Some people tell me I'm attractive. I don't see what they're referring to. I see a monster in many ways. Yeah. Uh, There's a couple things. I used products. You see Frankenstein's monster. Right. It's alive. Right, there's bolts in my neck and everything. Every morning, that's what yeah. you say when you see yourself in the mirror. I, a scream, a scream, a horrifying noise. But I used product before the whole Teams and Zoom thing because I did care about that stuff. Yeah. and I So I actually have some stuff. Oh, do you? Yes. And I use that on a fairly regular basis when I go out. Yeah. But I think the fact that's pushing it now is you're 100% th- right. Men didn't look at other men as people who they'd ever consider attractive back in like the fifties and sixties and up until the modern day Yeah, with people being more comfortable with sexuality and that being more of an open discussion and not a secret hidden in, you know, a bathroom stall at an airport. Oh, I think more people are, are are cognizant of that. Mm -hmm. And I think the other thing is when you have low definition cameras or you only had the phone back in the day, even until recently, it didn't matter so much. It's when you turn on a high <laughs> high resolution, yeah. high definition photo, and you've got that awkward, ugly angle that you're staring at yourself. Yeah. And you're immediately shown the horrors that everyone else has to see. Yeah. Many people are going to start thinking, fuck, how do I fix this, you know, Freddy Krueger face? Yeah. Yeah. And your boss is thinking, how can I fire this fucking this ugly, fucking motherfucker? ugly motherfucker? Why did I hire this guy? Nobody understands lighting and makeup until you have to be in front of a camera all the time. Yeah. And now that we are, I completely buy that that has increased. Yeah. There are things that are being sold to men now to help reduce some of their wrinkles for those mm-hmm. high def videos. So you're, you're getting men who are just typical dudes working from home on their cameras. You're getting men now to purchase products that journalists and news anchors have been purchasing yep. for years. I was watching this video, of this guy where he looked like a ha- haggard as fuck <laughs> haggard. And then he um he was showing you his side by side like this is what it looked like you know on my on my zoom calls and i kept looking at myself I'm like do i really look like that my yes. dark my dark circles yes. my terrible yes. you know wrinkles the cherry red nose the dark circles under that's the eyes he, that's what he mentioned the wrinkles and the pores all of that yeah. is accurate discoloration dry patches all these different things like yeah. you don't really pay attention to but then suddenly you have this fucking camera beaming into your fucking soul <laughs> <laughs> telling you you're ugly. Yeah. Whispering. Not telling you, not whispering, Mike. Screaming you're ugly. You see that dry patch under your right eye? It's fucking ugly. Mm-hmm. You fuck. <laughs> Hi. Oh I'm God. Michael's conscience in her voice. Zoom camera. Oh. It's alive. Your dark circles. Disgusting. 
You look like a fucking raccoon. You remember that scene from Raiders of the Lost Ark when Indiana Jones <laughs> told Marianne not to look directly at the spirits and the Nazis didn't listen? Looks like you. You're about to Raiders your entire meetings. You just looked at the spirit, Michael. You just looked at those spirits. You know that dry patch you have below your right eye? That hot chick from accounting? It's all she's looking at. She saw it. She's staring at it right now. In fact, I think this HD camera is so good right now, they can see your small penis. (laughs) Through your pants? Through your pants. That's some impressive resolution right there. Judging by the non-video, you have no (laughs) cock. That escalated. Jesus. Thomas, Mm. you look like Brendan Fraser now. Thank you. Yeah, in his 50s, in swollen 50s. This is Thomas's Zoom camera. You know, know, Thomas, it's funny. I was watching Doom Patrol season one, Mm -hmm. and I noticed that Brendan Fraser looks like a fat mess. And you thought, oh, when did Thomas get an acting job? And I thought, I didn't know Thomas was cast in Doom Patrol. Yeah, yeah. That one stings. That, I'm not going to lie. That one stings. <laughs> like, you know what makes that one worse? So many people are like, no, that's who you look like. I totally see. And I'm like, I don't fucking see it. But apparently, it's a common enough trait that I can't deny reality anymore, despite how much I try. Yeah, so the whole makeup industry going that route, I totally see that. And I think, honestly, that was a matter of time at this rate. Well, and a lot of it does have to do with being very superficial because I can't imagine 30 years ago anyone really caring like guys. I feel like guys have had this growing pressure to look a certain way despite Mm -hmm. what society will tell you and, you know, many of those progressive pieces on the net saying that women are put under an unfair lens when it comes to beauty. Sure, I do agree with that. When it comes to beauty, yeah. But men are also put under that lens as well, that microscope. And I don't think there's any difference. This, the pressure is the same. If you're not a good looking dude, you feel the same as a non good looking chick. Well, there's all kinds of studies about how, believe me, I know. (laughs) I mean, there's all kinds of studies about how attractive people just generally are more successful. There are numerous studies that say attractive people are more successful in life. Which would explain why Unless we're not you're Steve Hawking. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Which explains our whole situation right here. You That's know. true. Look at you and I. We're just a bunch of losers. And here we are talking because we're not attractive. Essentially enough. in our basements. Right. Doing a show about good looking people. About other good looking people. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, that got depressing. <laughs> but like it's a different lens, I think. It's a different lens for the same thing. Women are put under an unfair standard when it comes to beauty. I think men are put under unfair standards when it comes to other things. And that Dick doesn't size. mean it doesn't mean that you don't have everyone has the same kind of shit. It's just a different flavor of yeah. shit. Doesn't mean one's necessarily better. This some shit has some cinnamon in it. This one's got some corn. This shit. They're both shit. Yeah, this shit has a little bit of corn from the other night. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think the cameras, though, 
is going to be very interesting because I think it's safe to say, well, maybe not safe to say, but I think a lot of businesses are going to change their methodology moving forward between working from home, saving money on renting an office space, having people who could work remotely. So you, your whole pool of talent has opened up dramatically Yeah, with the work from home that coronavirus has kind of ushered in, which I think is something that should have happened like five years ago. But now that we're kind of moving towards this new age of the work what the workday looks like, yeah, I could see people wanting to do that. I mean, dude, there's some apps like I think it is Zoom has touch up my appearance and there's a slider. Oh, do they really? It has just essentially a blur and so it's sharpen. A, it's a filter. It's blur and sharpen, basically. But you can get rid of specific wrinkles or you can make yourself look just a little bit better. And I know I had it on my camera for a meeting not too long ago. And I saw there was a woman who had it on hers, and it was very obvious that it had been cranked kind of significantly because as she moved too much, it couldn't keep up. And also you saw, like, the Wicked Witch of the West? No, and you just see the, the difference in the, what was a smooth skin tone is now no longer and is a much more realistic skin She was tone. actually using it? Yeah. Oh. Well, I, dude, I was, right? Were you really? I had it touched up, yeah, because was, it was a fucking early morning and I hated how I looked. So I was like, I'm just going to turn this on. And it I thought you said bit. you used a, a cosmetic routine. I do. What do you use? I let's, don't use a whole let, listen, lot. Let, this is going to be the show where we bring awareness to men's needs when it comes to cosmetics. It's okay to wear cosmetics. Gentlemen, Thomas is going to express this right now. Go ahead. I don't use a whole lot. I use a moisturizer, CeraVe. That shit works wonders. I use an anti-aging Tell serum. Tell us how you use your makeup. I use an anti-aging serum, which helps just keep hydration throughout the day. And I use foundation from time to time. Oh, you use actual foundation. Uh, either foundation or um, primer sometimes. That'll, I like, honestly. Sounds Ra- like you're getting ready to get fucked. If Randy has products <laughs> that she no longer wants to use, I will try something out for my skin. Like, Thomas, make sure that lipstick is real good. I haven't graduated to lipstick, although for hey, a Halloween... This is Thomas's uh, Zoom camera. <laughs> I just want to say that your makeup's on point today, and that Thank lipstick you. is great. Thank you. You have some dick-sucking lips now. My lips are actually naturally this red. It's already weird. So <laughs> <laughs> but I actually did get complimented during a Halloween for my eye makeup, for the, the costume I had, by women. They're like, your makeup looks better than mine. Damn. So I'm not new to this entire thing. I'm not surprised that with cameras being everywhere, dude, we already have cameras everywhere. So how, how many layers is your makeup? On average one after lotion and stuff like that. Really? But it's, I don't use a whole lot. And that's the things you don't need a whole lot of stuff. I'm not talking like I have full on brushes for all this shit. You're not using like, uh, it's like stuff. You rouge. Use. No, <laughs> It's just stuff that you put on your hands just like you would apply a moisturizer. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, see, I use about, I don't know, how many layers is this? I use. I say, what do you use? Because I know you use stuff. I use retinol, which helps with wrinkles. Mm-hmm. I use vitamin C. Like a topical thing? Yeah. Okay. I use a charcoal. You do that daily? No, I do it once a week. Okay. But there is also uh, an anti-pollution lotion that I use that mm-hmm. rips out the pollutants. I use a moisturizer. Mm-hmm. I use a regenerating moisturizer. So that's another one. 
Do you use more stuff than I do? I guess I do. Yeah. I don't use actual makeup, though. I, I do from time to time. I get some, some discoloration dry patches. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. And um, <laughs> I will use, if I get discoloration in my cheeks, I will uh, use, uh, I guess it's foundation, essentially. That's what it yeah. is. Or something. Only to- if I'm going someplace. If I'm right. not, if I'm at home, I'm not. But if it looks like a fucking beacon. Yeah. I look like Jim Carrey with his acne from the Ace Ventura. The beacons are lit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just your fucking pockmarked face. Then, yeah, do yeah. what you have to do. And I, I do do that stuff for, like, if I'm going out or if I'm going into the office, I had that routine. Yeah. At home, I don't really do that much. Do you ever think that somebody's going to throw water at you and your makeup's going to, like, Melting. go, like, oh, good look at my face. Don't look at me. <laughs> I'm so never thought of that as a possibility but now i'm thinking about it yeah i think about that listen i'm you know neurotic i think about things the most ridiculous assault you with water michael i noticed that (laughs) hey mike how's it going fuck you and just (laughs) (laughs) throw water like the joker when kim basinger throws the water at joker yeah (laughs) and you see the horrifying makeup underneath that is you yeah there you go like, I thought this was going to be a manly show. And it's now not. we're talking about it's makeup not. routines. Let's get real, dude. It was never going to be. I Listen, I had intention to do helicopter dick this show. I was and like, you know what? That would have been manly to you. Yeah, helicopter that dick. would have been the manly well, show. Well, maybe not. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> I just fuck. hope if it came down to it, mm-hmm. you know, brass tacks here. If it came down to it, I would be manly enough to you know, fight if I'm attacked, which I was, I've been into fights when I was in high school. It's different. I'm a different person now. I have, my dick has grown in word over the last 20 years or so. I'm not as manly as I was in high school. You had to be manly. It was like prison. My school, you know, if you walk around like a fairy using Tony's non evolved <laughs> verbiage, mm-hmm. I would get my ass kicked. But right. at the moment I graduated, I found comfort in being softer Okay. And I never fully became a man after that. So stupid. <laughs> My point is, is I hope during certain circumstances, I would be a man enough to assert that manliness. For example, Lady Gaga's dog walker. And I feel bad for this man. He was shot while walking her dogs. That's a that's such a fucking crazy. And the video is disturbing. But now that it's all said and done and we know the dog walker who was shot survived and he's recuperating just fine. You look back and you got to wonder if that was you caught on video screaming when they attacked you, would you really want that on the internet? Would you really be comfortable in your manhood that you sound like a three-year-old? I feel like it's less about being comfortable in your manhood as it is just a truly embarrassing yes. thing. Like manhood aside, do you, it's not only is it a horrible moment in your life that you probably don't want to relive, but you nobody's that doesn't portray anyone, guy or girl, or anything in between as in a good light. And that's kind of my point. Like, yes, I'm making a little bit of a joke about this, but at the same time, I wouldn't want this video published because it's humiliating. Like, listen to the way he sounds. It's awful. 
But remember, the guy survived. And now in retrospect, imagine you're this guy. And not only did you get shot and probably thought you were going to die, but now a video of you screaming has now gone viral. But it's got to suck to be that guy currently. Okay, so far it's kind of okay raising the voice. I understand heightened circumstances, emotions. emotions. You're like, what the fuck's happening? These people rolled up on me. They have a gun. I can understand the excitement in his voice. And then I hope if this ever had happened to me or, or or I should say ever happens to me that I would like to think that I would maintain some of my masculinity. But in all likeliness, I'd probably be just like him. Let's be right. I think most of us would be. Okay, I haven't heard it yet, so hold on. Okay. <laughs> Thomas, if you were being attacked, That's, I don't would you sound like that? I don't think you can sound like I, that. I was gonna say I don't know if I can like that sound like that's, that. That's an amazing octave. That that's Quite the note. Yeah. And this isn't trying to make fun of. This is like. It's puzzling. I think anybody would scream for a help and should. Yes. I'm surprised by the octave hit. <laughs> now at that point. Yeah. All, when you all, got shot, all bets are off. Yeah. That's like, listen, I'm screaming. I'm pissing down I my leg. I'm shitting I myself. I an octave at that point. Yeah. I might have even cummed. <laughs> Jesus. If you're into that. I don't know. I don't know. I Listen, I, as I understand mm-hmm. why he's sounding like I get it. But I, me now, being a superficial society, I would hope I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God, bro. Fuck. I'd be Fuck. shot. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that blood? Right. No one makes me believe my own blood. <laughs> I would hope I would be manly as I'm dying. Like, oh shit, bro. <laughs> like, get a really deep, your Vin get, Diesel. Get a really sick, like, deep voice. Your last words are like trying to. Let me just try to squeeze the bullet out. <laughs> I'm gonna be okay. I'm gonna flex this mu- bullet gonna, out. Yeah, I'm gonna flex my abdominal muscles and get that fucking bullet right out of my abdomen. That's what I want to sound like. And I hope I do. If I get shot, I pray that I at least sound like this. Like, yeah, like when you said Vin Diesel, like Riddick. You'd want that, ideally. You know, or Fast and the Furious Vin Diesel. I'm okay with that, too. What do you have in your hood? <laughs> you start asking them about their cars. They're As robbing you at gunpoint. I'm <laughs> Sick car, bro. <laughs> race you for it. <laughs> How about you don't shoot me and we go racing for these dogs? You know, that's such a, like, real quick tangent. If this was a movie with a character like Vin Diesel or The Rock, it would have been this, like, you don't want to do that. 
and and been some sort of manly showdown to where he could like spin grab the gun and yeah. beat the fuck out of him. And then we see reality. And it's just people screaming yeah. and getting shot immediately. And <laughs> it's that's over. Like that's the difference between Hollywood and real. Oh life. yeah, because you know Vin Diesel's going to probably hit that octave too. If he got shot, if you get shot. You're all bets are off. You know what's? You know, what's it? <laughs> See, like had that higher pitch, like twelve, like two seconds before that really high pitch note come right after the gunshot. I would have been like, dude, I'm right there with you. But the fact that that highest note is post is, is pre gunshot is not only surprising, but almost like fucked. Okay, so did he take the bullet easier than I thought he would have? I don't know if I would have done that. Yeah, it's odd in general. But man, what a fucking shitty story, right? Right there, that would have been. I just got shot. That's about. That's higher than Ava Maria. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucked up. I was like, this is a messed up conversation. <laughs> that's not quite right. That's not quite right. Let me find another. Yeah, one. find a different. Yeah. Here we go. I think this is it. You know, I was, I was wondering. You know, if we're going to hell. Oh, absolutely. Force, it's got a lot of power, and it makes me feel like it. It, it makes me feel like it. while still mocking does that work i i hope so otherwise we're fucked right yeah man you know what's the thing about this whole story that actually like scares me though more than anything is first of all where the fuck did you walk the dogs that 
someone rolls up with guns and you're screaming like that in the street and like nobody does anything. And this is a good neighborhood, though. That's the thing. I'm like, aren't you in a good neighborhood? You're walking her dogs. You're not driving them from a nice neighborhood that she's in to a shit neighborhood to then walk them. I'm assuming this is a group of individuals that was probably prowling the area. Yeah, they were probably keeping an eye on this guy for a while. They probably were aware it was Lady Gaga's dogs and that they were worth money. Right. They probably didn't expect for this story to go viral because it was caught on camera. And I believe they returned the dogs. I don't know. They have been returned safely. I I honestly looked it up because I have the same type of dog. Just recently we got one. Yeah. And so I worry about that because I know they're not exactly cheap. Dude, that's some dog walker, though. But like, dude took a bullet for how do you how do you not just give the dogs to the people? He was fighting them. Listen, I'm making fun of him, but he was also wrestling them. So good on him. Yeah, That's was, somebody who's getting a fucking raise. Lady Gaga better be paying him like six figures to walk those fucking dogs because that dude would not give up the dogs. If they weren't my dogs, I probably would have been like, here you go, bro. Oh, hold on. Here you go, bro. <laughs> Who's the dogs take him? Well, ultimately, it's a good story because not only did he survive, but the dogs have been found and returned yeah. unharmed. But she said, I continue to love you, Ryan Fisher. You risked your life to fight for our family. You're forever a hero. He really did. He literally did risk his life for the dogs. So we make fun of maybe how high pitched a note he hit. But the dude took a bullet, fought those dudes. For three dogs that aren't his. Saved one dog. And then the other two were returned and survived. Like, dude, that's manlier than anything I've fucking done. Yeah. (laughs) Like, full on. Yeah. So... And again, he he's you know he got rewarded for that. Yeah. And he's probably replaying it in his mind, thinking like if this ever happens again, I'm gonna go deep. This is what this is how I do next time. Yeah, th- next time I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go like this. I, don't shoot me, bro. I, but I'm not giving you the, these dogs. And then he'll channel his inner Vin Diesel or The Rock. Yeah. And try and like reenact a Hollywood scene. And kick their ass. But then once again, Although, honestly, it's like if you got shot again doing this job, dude. It's not the right field for you, dude. It's not the right line of work. Yeah, you get out of it immediately. I gotta go do something else. Two gunshot wounds in the line of duty. That's a limit. Time to find a new career. Pick up a hobby. Listen, I'm sure we'll get canceled for making jokes. It's only a matter of time, but I'm purposely making jokes. We're consciously making jokes because of something called humor mm-hmm. but thomas what about those folks that try so hard to be pc that they end up fucking themselves indirectly that they you know they try to be so evolved as a human being but they utterly fail who did what well twitter cringes at term bamboo ceiling and oscar's diversity <laughs> headline <laughs> Yeah, this guy from the Hollywood Reporter. someone thought that was a good thing to say. Well, I saw the headline the moment it popped up because I'm subscribed to the Hollywood Reporter. So the moment the article is posted, I get notifications. And I'm not offended by very many things. And I was like, oh, (laughs) you might want to delete that headline, bro, because it doesn't offend me. But the dude works for Hollywood Reporter. We are in the midst of a culture war, and he kind of comes off as a bit tone deaf because these are the very people that are standing on their little soapboxes day in, day out, hollering 
you know, systemic racism. And then (laughs) you use multiple stereotypes to promote a good thing. Air quotes. Mm. Bamboo ceiling. Wow. And again, that's not offensive to me. It's not about being offensive to you because it doesn't offend me. I th- I kind of laugh at but it. But you would think, dude, but, in this day and era, are you really going to use those types of stereotypes? Well, general etiquette, is that the way you want to title this? Really? I mean, in today's modern society, with your article at best being shared virally by Twitter and the the like of social media... Do you think this is going to be the phrase that you want to stand behind? He actually defended it, I believe. Is it she? Oh, she. I believe she She defended the statement. And listen, I don't really care. My issue that I take with these people is these people are the ones who fucking criticize all, everyone, all of society for being a certain way. For being insensitive, for saying, you know, thoughtless things. But then when this person writes an article consciously, that goes right back to the movie uh, by uh, Jordan Peele, Get Out. Get Out. Oh, yeah. That's a good reference, dude. It's subtle racism. They don't even realize. They talk about systemic racism, which, again, in my own controversial opinion here, doesn't exist in this country. Racism exists, but eh, systemic racism, eh, come on. The point is that these are the people that are championing these ideas. And then they're the ones who are completely tone deaf to their own fucking agendas. Can you imagine, Thomas, if I wrote the headline? Okay, just bear with me here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Example. I'll give you various examples. Native American actor finally escapes the reservation. Oh. <laughs> Woo, that one stings. Like that one Native stings. American actors finally shatter the teepee. <laughs> Mexican actors finally bust the pinata. <laughs> Black actors finally escape the noose. Oh, shit. Jewish actors finally bust through the gas chamber. Mexican actors shatter the burrito. <laughs> Asian actors finally freed from the rice fields. <laughs> German actor finally clear of Hitler's shadow. <laughs> African actors finally outrun the cheetah. Trans female actors finally escape the penis. Irish actor escapes the bottle. <laughs> like, you could do it with anyone. That's, that's so fucked Trans up. male actors finally get their balls. Oh. Oh my god. <laughs> Japanese actors escape the radiation. Oh, escape Gojira. <laughs> Dude, that's fucked. Black when you women actors like bust through and no longer your grandparents' mammy. <sighs> Dude, I mean, come on. Those are fucking horrifying, although funny. But that's dude. But when we're, you paint we're it also like that, consciously stating these things as, as jokes, as satire. This but person that was the thing. You're doing this deliberately, knowing how fucked up that is. And this person's like, "Yeah, love this idea, bamboo ceiling." Now they have since Hollywood Report. I'm assuming mm-hmm. has changed the headline to that article. They have not deleted the article, and that phrase, I believe, is still in the article itself. But the headline 
has been changed, has been altered because of many people's thoughts. About, <laughs> really? This is what you're going to say? Jesus. I'm not one to shy away from, from controversy, but in this day and age, if you don't want to draw that type of criticism, don't even bring it up. Well, how Don't is that relevant? Use, just say, hey, you could even just say, hey, Asian actors nominated, nominated in record breaking Asians, which also is fucking offensive. Now, that's offensive. We've said this before in our shows. When you're counting Asians and counting black people, oh, seven black men have been nominated. Did you actually count? Hey, guys, let's get a consensus here. How many black people have been nominated to the Oscars this year? Let's start counting black people. Hold on. One black person, two black persons, three black persons, mm-hmm. four black persons. Hopefully we don't go past eight because then that would be a gang. <laughs> Seven Jesus. black persons, eight black persons. Imagine the process. We've talked about this on our yeah. show before. Imagine the process of counting black people. Not, that is not only offensive. It's disgusting. You're counting black people. I don't care what your reason is for it, whether you deem it progressive and you want to make sure we're hitting a quota or a number that you can brag about. That's disgusting. Well, it's messed up because you're only counting and seeing these people as their race. You're only seeing them as black. Stephen Yoon's, I cannot pronounce his last name. I think that's how you you say it. Yeah. It should be, if you were him, you've worked your ass off for your career. Yeah. And you've not only nominated, let's go and say hypothetically you won and you're interviewed. Would you want the question to be your race is the you're the first of your kind to do this? <laughs> How does that feel? Congratulations. Or would you want it to be about you, your achievements, how hard you worked, the the hours and years the of dedication. The last person we've interviewed Steve Yan, that looked like you was Seth Rogen after he hit a blunt. <laughs> Instead of feeling like you're one more for their bingo card of all, we've got an award for every race. Now, I got Asian. Anybody got who's got? I got ten over one on that. Oh, anyone? I got black woman. Okay, so that's a five to one. Right? Yes, yes. Okay, shit, what, I need a calculator. Like instead of feeling like you're some sort of. Hey, I got Beyonce. She's still black. <laughs> instead- I'm just, I'm just wondering. She's still black. I think so. Yeah, Let's same, same, same you know question what we need? over here. I, I got Will Smith. Let me consult the book with the AI. I've just downloaded the race for Oscars update. Yeah, please go ahead. Yeah. No, still black. Okay, yeah. excellent. What it's, about Will Smith? Uh, actually, Polynesian. Weird. Really? I that's, think there's a bug. That's surprising. <laughs> like, that's all I can say. Wouldn't you rather it be about you and how hard you worked and your achievement in your career no. and people paying attention to you rather than, hey, you're the first of X kind of people? Let me answer that's your so question. fucking wrong, dude. Thomas, let me answer your question because now let's say I was doing a culturally relevant piece. Okay. Then I would be okay with it. If I was saying something that was... Uh, important to my Mexican heritage. And they had said, hey, Michael Flores, Latino, whatever, blah, 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 blah. I I would be okay with that because the piece kind of dictates that type of thought process. But if I was just making a movie or I just got nominated and they Mm -hmm. said Mexican actor Michael Flores, I'm like, you fucking racist piece of shit. Right. 
And that's the problem. Are you counting me? Are you keeping track of how many Mexicans there are? Yep. They literally are. Because it's literally becoming them making sure that they have enough points for social media. And it discredits all the work because then that implies that he wasn't nominated for the abilities he's shown, but implies that they were looking for a quota. And that's fucked up. Especially he's a good actor. His merit should stand on that alone, not this incredibly offensive statement of which again, I think it's kind of funny that someone thought that was an okay thing to say, but I honestly, who was the editor? Like, ho, like how did well, he not pull the plug here's the thing. on that? So here's the response from Rebecca's son, the writer. She says, hi, I wrote that headline and the story. My, <laughs> this right here, my editor, who is not Asian, how is that relevant? Because well, are you just well, looking at every Thomas, Asian person? Exact, that, that's the point. And that's the She's thing. She's counting them. That she's literally counting them. Yeah, she's counting them. Who was worried about it, but a conscious choice I made to reference the phrase's usage in corporate world. First of all, I don't know anybody who's used that phrase in corporate world, but then again, I'm not a hedge. I'm not a higher up. So maybe that's a whole thing they say in the clubhouse at the country club. I don't yeah. fucking know. <laughs> but you're literally counting the number of Asian people. It reminds me of that Bill Burr joke. If you say there's a lot of Asian people in this restaurant, that's an observation. If you say, what are all these fucking Asian people doing in this fucking restaurant? That's a racist statement. <laughs> That's essentially what's happening right now. You're like, my editor, they're not Asian. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. How was that important to this Dude, fucking conversation? It's so strange. You're a racist. Like that's the, that's that perfect level. Like you said of that, get out. Absolutely. Racist. Hey, but I with voted a, for Obama. A nice coding that they think makes it okay. Yeah. It should have just been Steve Yoon gets nominated for his first Best Picture award. Yeah, that that's it. Actor Steve Yoon. Yeah. Period. Former Walking Dead alumni. Yeah. Guy who got killed off in the show four times before he actually died. Dude that got his eye, you know, taken out of a skull by Negan. By Negan. Dude that was completely. Who got to kiss and make out with an implied bone, Laura Cohen. Yeah. Dude completely out of his league. Nominated. <laughs> like there. Let's go even there. But no. That's something if Rayman Digital reported on the movie news, that's what we would put. Guy who banged Maggie from The Walking Dead. Lucky motherfucker. Lucky that motherfucker. A fake fictional sh- character. lucky again with his first nomination. Dude that fucking knocked up Hottie McGee from Hottie The Walking McGee. Dead. That's how we would do it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, we should start our own fake articles in response to this shit, <laughs> dude. That bangs hot, hottie McGee, <laughs> banged hot, hottie McGee, hot, hot. Yeah, listen, I need a obviously a thesaurus, just like these people with um. I had mentioned systemic racism a moment ago before we got into this. These journalists nowadays, they they have to come up with some different words because you have these people that are using the same words every single broadcast. We need to quit using the word systemic. Yeah. It's now trendy. It's now being used for everyone. Systemic racism. Please use another word. Perhaps you should consider taking a thesaurus with you to work. Maybe. 
Or just read more in general, especially if you're going to be an article writer. And if you don't want to read, dictionary.com has a great program called New Word a Day. That's a Word a Day calendar. Try that. That could do wonders to boost your vocabulary. But enough with systemic. In fact, before you go to work tomorrow, just type in systemic into dictionary.com and click synonyms. Really not that hard. And you can come up with some new words. Because I'm tired of hearing systemic. <laughs> Dude, the liberals, they get words. You know? Mm-hmm. Everyone starts using them. Yep. And they can't stop using them. Yeah. Systemic is just so fucking tiring. I feel like that's just people this day and age. There's one person will have a thought and accurately use a word. And then 100 million people will retweet and follow like a bunch of fucking lemmings, not understanding it and use it the wrong way. It's like Martha. On, it's like uh, Martha. Man vs. Steel. Yep. Wait, Man vs. Steel? Man vs. Steel. That's a, that's a different that's porno version Rain of the movie. That's the Rain Man that we're going to be producing, the Rain Man show. <laughs> man vs. Steel. Wannabe man. <laughs> Jesus. Versus Steel. Yeah. I'm losing my voice. My voice is not used to shows. Well, if you weren't, you know, laughing like a schoolgirl at someone's high-pitched That's true. <laughs> Michael Jackson impression. Listen, I have video, and you were dying laughing, too. So I was. I was. So don't I try, am no saint. Don't try to pretend. From day one, I've said I'm a terrible person, and I've accepted that. I just try to be a little bit better in real life. <laughs> Not Are here. Are you really trying? Hmm. I'm trying to try. You're trying to try. <laughs> That's a fancy way of saying no. <laughs> Yeah. All right, everyone. That's it. And we're going <laughs> to sing us out. Yeah, we're going to let Michael Jackson and Lady Gaga's dog walker take us out. It's got a lot of power. It's so fucked up. It makes me feel like. But it's so accurate. It makes me feel like. <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Rain Man Show with your host, Michael Flores, with hosts Thomas Cowley, Tony Sabal, produced by Michael Flores and Bobby Doherty. The Rain Man Show is a Cazador Productions and Rain Man Digital Broadcast production. For all things Rain Man Show, go to rainmandigitalmedia.com.